0: What's good? It's your boy, Big Neil. Welcome back to Blessed Living. I am so happy you are here. You don't understand. I'm blessed to be be on this side of the radio or this side of the podcast. As you keep on going and keep on striving, keep on rising and grinding, keep God first. Continue to build your prayer life. Continue to open up your word, to read your word, to meditate on your word day and night. Keep God's word on your heart. Don't let it go anywhere else. Love on God because he loves on you. All right, now let's get into it. Now I want to talk today really quickly. You know, I'm gonna take about 15, 20 minutes of your time in that song. All right, we gotta talk about this lack of preparation. This lack of preparation on so many different levels is killing a lot of people's uh, confidence, the effectiveness, and their overall success. And some people can say, well, you know, that's pretty broad, big deal. Talk about lack of preparation in what? In sports, and in, in, in uh, career wise, relationships, well, in everything. One thing that we do that I see people do, I don't care what color you are, is people procrastinate. We're professional procrastinators. We are. And we think too highly of ourselves at times. Yes, we do. We think we can actually get stuff done, when we can't. We we try to get stuff done hoping that we get it done, not knowing what will happen, and and we settle for the effort instead of putting in the right kind of work, the right kind of homework to prepare for success and to be effective. Preparation leads to effectiveness. No question about it. No question about it. No question about it. When you prepare for something, you are you are putting yourself in the best position to be as as effective as possible, and will, from the result of your actions, you'll be able to gain positive information and feedback on how to grow and prepare and be better for the next time. That's how you grow. That's how businesses grow. That's how relationships grow. Ups and downs, but you have to be intentional about it. Yes, you do. I was reading an article. The article came out about two years ago, but I was reading it about the gap between high school diplomas and uh, entry college level students, freshmen in college. And they say the gap is tremendous. They say the higher education institutions across the country are forced to spend time, money, and energy to solve this disconnect. They must determine who's not ready for college and attempt to get those students up to speed as quickly as possible or risk losing them altogether. That spoke volumes to me. What is it what 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 it is saying to me loud and clear is that the next level just doesn't come because you finished one level. No, no, no. The next level is for everyone, but the next level is for those. It's going to be for those who prepare for it. Is it for you? Yes. But it's going to be for those it's going to work for those who prepare for the next level. You and I both know people we both know people who just did a semester of college and dropped out. They weren't ready for it. They didn't have the mindset for it. They didn't have the discipline for it. They didn't have um, the maturity for it. And more importantly, they did not have a vision for it because college is it's a vision that comes with it. The next level comes with the vision and you prepare for that vision by going through different processes and challenging yourself and accepting challenges that come along the path because you're going towards a vision. I can ask you right now, anybody who dropped out of college before they intended to, or just dropped, or for whatever reason, hardly hardly any of them ever had a plan to actually graduate. To do on the honest truth, they didn't plan to graduate, they, they planned to go to college. Huge difference. They didn't plan to graduate. They want to go to college, get the experience, have fun, and maybe get a degree. Maybe. See what happens. We know people who did that. We know people who are doing it right now. We know this. It's not, it's not, it's not, I'm not making this up, I'm not trying to manipulate you. It's not my job, it's not my place. But the principle of learning how to prepare for the next level goes beyond just academics. It's in every career, every aspect of one's life, because preparing without being too definite here is pretty much saying, will you be intentional about what's in front of you? Will you be intentional about what's next? Will you be intentional? Will you learn? Will you grow? Will you dissect? Will you understand? Will you take criticism? Will you learn? Will you change? Will you adjust? Will you mold for this next level? Because this next level is going to get you to another level. Another level. It's challenges that we have to accept. And just because you finished high school does not mean that you are ready for college. Just because you dated for four, five, six, seven months or years does not mean you are ready for marriage. It doesn't. Just because you can drive uh, a big body Suburban. Does not mean you can drive an eighteen wheel across this country. It does not mean that whatsoever. And because we aren't, as a culture, as a people, as a people, we are not taught or instructed to prepare as effectively as we should for the next level. We fail, and we become discouraged. You become um, feeling belittled. We don't get a lot done, not because we couldn't, not because we weren't able to, not even because that we weren't um, skilled for it or smart enough, we just didn't prepare for it properly. And the world has been around long enough, and books have been written, we're able to see and learn from others' mistakes and how they didn't prepare properly and they failed. But For whatever reason, we overlook that and say, oh, that's not going to be me, that's arrogance is ignorant arrogance I don't care who you are what you're doing what you're trying to do you have to prepare for it you have to prepare because as an education is very forgiving like the article said I just read a piece of the article is that they're trying to fill this gap they're spending time money and effort trying to, trying to close this gap so we can teach these people how to be how to get to the next level and be good at it but the truth of the matter is everybody's not going to get there they're just not Just not at all. I will say this but, uh, before we take a quick break. One thing that is missing and lacking in our um, communities worldwide are real down-to-earth mentors. I'm not just talking about people my age, between the ages of 25 and 40, mentoring the young people. I'm talking about mentors between people people between the ages of 50 and 65 mentoring the people between the ages of 25 and 40. We need mentors just as much as these young teens and these kids need mentors. Because as we're trying to figure out this millennial thing and and technology thing so, so we can help you out, the older people, we need lessons to be poured into us and taught to us about life. We need that more than anything. Yes, we do. Because we get so caught up and feel like we're thrown into positions or have to take on the positions of being moms and dads and being able to provide. And no one is telling us how to do this thing properly. Or effectively. It can be very tough. It can be very hard. Because now we're in the mind mindset of just trying to survive. What has to be done? And what do I have to do to get it done? We're not even thinking about how to prepare for our future. We're just trying to get through the day. I don't get it twisted. there's a time and there is a season for that. But having some wisdom poured into us to say, you're okay, you're doing just fine. I went through the same thing. I would have done this different, I would have done that different. Just having someone there, just having someone to pop up and say, I would have done this differently, I would have done that differently, it changes a lot. It gives us something to think about, something to actually consider, even research on, just because we don't know. So to have someone to say, you're doing just fine, just try this, try that, yo, it changes a lot. And it sometimes, at times, gets the monkey off our back just a little bit, you know? Gives us a little bit of relief. But learning how to be prepared, and the importance of being prepared comes with mentorship and being able to receive that mentorship from the older generation. It's a big old cycle, as we all know. It's a big old cycle, as we all know. It does. And one thing that not be prepared leads to is too many excuses of why certain things aren't being done. And you know why we have those excuses? Because sometimes, dead honest truth, sometimes we just don't know why something did not get done. It wasn't that we didn't try. It wasn't that we didn't put forth effort. It was a simple fact that no one told us how and where to apply a certain effort and when to do it and even how to do it. We just try whatever we knew how. And sometimes we fail. And then we don't even have the, right, the proper reason of why we failed. We're going to take a quick 30 second break right here. We'll be right back with the benefits of preparation, a couple of scriptures and prayer. Hold on right there. Be right back We're Blessed Living. Welcome back to Blessed Living. The last thing we talked about was um, the lack of preparation, needing to be prepared, and how we need to be prepared, and poured into a mentorship and all those good things. And a couple of things we want to talk about is the benefits of being prepared. And there are real benefits to being prepared. Some we know, some we think we know, some we have no idea about at all. We don't know. But before we get forward, let's let's get the definition is to make ready beforehand for a specific purpose as for an event or occasion to make ready beforehand for a specific purpose as for an event or occasion I'm going to give you four quick powerful benefits to being prepared these are are brought to you by InspireForLifeCoaching.com personal development and personal benefits of being being prepared okay I find these very, very, very helpful, and I find them very, very uh, meaningful um, because I can apply them to my life. They meant something to me when I when I read them. That's why I said they're meaningful. I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm not the only person who can benefit from these. So let's get right into it. Number one, being prepared enhances self-discipline. Okay, now we're talking about discipline of having a routine or habit, not the discipline to control to regulate. Although forming a good habit is a, is a form of self control and regulation, but we're talking about having a routine or habit. When do you work out? Okay. What time do you wake up? What time do you go to bed? When do you eat dinner? Okay. Because when you have self discipline, when you have discipline to do certain things, you have to prepare to be able to do them effectively. You can't just do them all willy nilly or you, or, you, or you just, you know, you can't do that. How are you preparing to get these things done? Are you disciplined? For instance, as parents, I'm a father, I'm a husband, all right? I got work. I got my own little business on the side, and I also work for another company, a pretty big company. If I'm going to go work out, I can't just pop up and say, hey, I'm going to go work out. I got a five and a four-year-old. I got sight words to go over, numbers to go over, animals, clean up, all this stuff. I got certain things have to be in order. Check on my wife, see if she needs me to stay. You know what? Maybe she wants to go work out. Have to set certain things up of when I'm going to work out and communicate that with my wife. Hey, I plan on working out three times a week. Boom, 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 boom. I need you here. All right. And be able to work with that. A routine. What's my routine? What's my habit? Does my wife know I work out? Yes, they, yes she knows I work out. Mainly for her. Okay. Number two. Number one is uh, it helps enhance self discipline. Number two, being prepared enhances our strategic thinking our strategic thinking. I can't even say that right because I struggle with that already. Being prepared enhances our strategic thinking. As you're preparing for that meeting, vacation, or dinner with a friend, you are having an eternal dialogue with yourself. You may be thinking of the meeting agenda or the presentation you have to give. You may be thinking of what you need to prepare for your vacation, all the tasks you need to complete, what to pack in the suitcase, check your travel insurance, everything Being learning how to be prepared allows you to think ahead and put things together differently so that you can be more effective in doing it. That's what math class is all about, the middle, high school and even college. How to think different, how to have strategy, how to how to work with strategic thinking. This is where math comes in. This is where all those word problems of if train A leaves station at five fifteen, if train B leaves station at seven, you know, at five seventeen, which one gets to point C first? All this stuff like that. I know I didn't say that problem right, but y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Being prepared enhances our strategic thinking. Knowing what you want to do, knowing what the outcome is, what the goal is will put you in a position as you're preparing to think about how many different ways it can be done, what's the most effective way, what's the easiest way, what's the contingency plan, etc. You follow what I'm saying? Number three, being prepared increases our flexibility. This goes right in hand with learning how to uh, enhance our strategic thinking because when you're thinking strategically, you're going to have to learn how to be flexible. Yes, if you are self-disciplined and open to thinking strategically, there's a possibility that your thought process will expand with fluidity and flexibility. Okay, when you're preparing a presentation for church, work, whatever the case may be, you know what they expect from you, what you can offer. And yet, while hoping it would all run smoothly, you have to be aware of the problems that may arise. Why? Because you have a goal in mind. You have a vision in mind you're trying to get through. Yes, you have a strategy. If something happens, they ask a question. Whatever the case may be, gotta figure it out. As a parent of young kids, as a parent, period, you understand it completely what I'm talking about. As a manager, if you're a, if you're a supervisor, hello, you have to think on the spot. All right. And the last one here is being prepared develops our resilience. Resilience is the ability to become strong, healthy, or successful again after something bad happens. I'm gonna say that again. Resilience is the ability to become strong, healthy, or successful again after something bad happens. You have to learn how to be resilient and bounce back and bounce back up. Because in your resiliency, you will develop other skills. Yes. Because you also build other skills while you build resilience. resiliency. I'm saying all kinds of different ways. You need to hear it. You will build other skills, learning how to be resilient, learning how to be strong, learning how to be healthy and take care of yourself, and how to be successful after something bad happens, because we all know we've heard it once, we've heard it twice, we've heard it a thousand times. Bad stuff is going to happen. And you got to get this. Sometimes bad stuff just happens. It doesn't mean it was supposed to turn your life all up around and down. Sometimes bad stuff just happens and you have to learn how to. Um, excuse me, bounce back from that and keep moving and keep moving and this is where the self-discipline comes in this is where the uh, strategic thinking comes in this is definitely where the flexibility comes in all of these help build resilience because you cannot quit that's the thing that you cannot do is quit you have to keep on going keep on rocking keep on making moves and and keep the vision up and alive because Listen, someone is waiting on you for, or is waiting on you to apply faith to the vision God has given you without a shadow of a doubt. Someone is waiting on you. Someone has this exact tools, the abilities, the mind frame, the creativity, the resources to aid the vision that you have because they are a part of what God has given you because what God has given you and the part that they bring gives them opportunities to fulfill their purpose as well. John 16 and 33 it says I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world I read again John 16 and 33 I I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world now when we have our faith in Jesus Christ we have our mind frame in Jesus Christ and all our hope in him we believe that he rose from the grave with all power in his hand we believe that we can do all things through Christ that gives me strength we must believe that the one that we serve the one that we believe in put all our hope in we know for a fact that he has put something inside of us that can overcome the world because the Bible does say greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world he's always talking to you he's always talking to me he has said these things to you personally a vision he's given you hope he's given you purpose and he's given you all these things not for you to wonder or worry about or be anxious about that you may have peace because if God said it to you he put on your heart and there's a conviction in you about it when you apply faith to it, as the world says, apply pressure. When you apply pressure to it, apply faith and action and resilience and passion. You will have it. Yes, you will have problem, tribulation. This world is what this world is for. What this world is full of. But take heart. If he he tells you, I have overcome the world, and we are in him. There is nothing in this world that can stop you from being exactly what God created you to be. Nothing will stop you. You are strong. You are great. You are courageous. And I pray that you have learned and took heed to the seed of the message to learn and start to be prepared for what God has given you. Prepare yourself for what God for what God has taken you. Open up a book. Get on Google. Go find you a mentor. Okay, get on YouTube, research it out, do all that you can to prepare yourself for the moment because you never know when somebody may walk up to you and ask you, hey, do you have a plan for this? I heard about you. I heard that you were doing this and you're trying to do this. I know somebody who can help you with it. Do you have something together I can give to them. Stay prepared. Let's pray. Heavenly and most gracious father, I thank you I honor you and I bless you for this opportunity to learn how to be prepared with your, with your anointing and your grace in the vision you have given us all individually and collectively as a body of Christ. God, I'm just asking right now that there be someone out there that will be inspired and be encouraged to seek ye first the kingdom of God and to go after all you have given them. God, I pray for the spirit of conviction and not condemnation to be among us, to be in our hearts. I speak to every person, spirit man and spirit woman to stand strong, to stand tall, to stand courageous and boldly. Full of faith and power to go after exactly what you have given at, given them to go after at this time, and as we build upon the process, as we go through the process, let us not be faint in heart, let us not lose hope, let us not lose hope and grasp with the vision. Let us continue to go after with all that we have, violently, courageously, and passionately. That we give you glory in all that we do, and I pray, God, that someone's life would be changed and uplifted through this message. That they go back to the word and find more scriptures to empower them, inspire them. That they take the time to come and talk to you and pray to you at some time in their day. That they can hear from you and get a word from you and have that peace from you that passes all understanding. God, I love you and I thank you for you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' name, I shall pray forever and always. Amen. Listen, I pray you were inspired. I pray you learned something. I pray you are able to realize that being prepared. Is a great tool that we all need no matter what you're trying to go after and that God is on your side in all of heaven. Listen, I love you with the love of Christ. Be strong, be courageous. I'll see you next time on Blessed Living. God bless.